I want you to invite in a sense of love, a sense of acknowledgement that you deserve to listen to conversations about sex and about healing this energy center with love. You deserve to speak to yourself with love about this subject and it may feel foreign and it may feel strange and it may feel uncomfortable. And we have to shift the narrative to let in more love. And that starts with me and that starts with you. Okay? You're safe, my love. I love you so much. No matter what it is that you have been through in this lifetime, I am here with you. I am holding you. I am holding your hand. I am holding your heart. I'm holding your sacral. Okay? We are in this together. You are not alone and you are safe to let in love in the places and spaces in your body, mind, and soul where there once was shame, where there once was shame. Okay, breathe into that. Hello, my loves, and welcome to Bad Witches Only. I am your host, Ali Schlenner. For those of you who don't know me, I am a self-love and empowerment coach, a Reiki master teacher, breathwork facilitator, and a 500-hour yoga teacher. And most importantly, I am the original Bad Witch and the host of this lovely podcast, YouTube channel, and all the fun stuff. And I'm the founder of Reclaimed Alignment LLC as well, which we love for me. And today we are going to talk about healing our sexual energy. And it's a big one. And as a lot of you know, this has been super present for me in my own life. And talking about this is really on the forefront of my mind, my heart, my soul. And I know deep inside of me that this is my life's work. So as we get started today, I invite us all to take a deep breath into the lower belly, allowing the belly to balloon all the way out. Exhale, release from your mouth. (sighs) Inhale into the belly. Exhale, release, allowing your shoulders to drop down, your heart to open. And as we open that heart, I invite each and every one of us to tap into the source of unconditional love that exists within us. And in this moment, come home to our power, to our sense of discernment and to our innate wisdom to allow us to stay grounded in that as we move through this episode, no matter what words are being expressed through me, to hold on to our sense of power, to our sense of truth and the acknowledgement that the wisdom that is inside of us is more powerful and more profound and more true than anything that can be expressed by anybody else. So I allow, I invite us all to allow that sense of power to guide this conversation and to hold each other's hearts with so much love, so much care, so much kindness, and so much compassion as we open the space to really dive into some vulnerable stuff. When we talk about sexual healing, when we talk about sexual energy, it's fragile. This conversation invites so much vulnerability. It invites a sense of sacredness to the core of our being. And my intention as we speak together in this space is to really hold the space with love. And I invite you to hold yourself in that as well. 
and to acknowledge the bravery that it takes to listen to something like this, because it's not easy. And as we move through this conversation, I will do my best to speak with love and to move slowly and to honor the sacredness that exists within you as I honor the sacredness that exists within me. And before we get started, I would like to also just announce that there will be some discussion surrounding sexual trauma because that for me has been a huge part of understanding how to heal my sexual energy was acknowledging the wounding and experiencing sexual trauma was a part of that wounding for me. So I invite you to tap into your own sacral center, which is the energy center right below your belly button, which holds our sexual energy and just decide and feel if you are in a place in this moment to listen to this, to hold this and to be held in this way with me here and now, because the words that I'm going to say and how I go about speaking about sexual healing is not through the lens of shame. It will never be through the lens of shame. There is nothing to be ashamed about. And we sometimes have to be prepared to hear about things like sex in the energy of love. And we have to teach our nervous system that we are safe to receive that. So that is your decision in this moment. If you are available to hold yourself with love the way I will hold you through love as we talk about sex and sexual energy and healing our sexual center. Because this is about love. This is about reclamation of love within yourself and letting go of the shame that exists in our cells because we are taught to be ashamed to express sexually, regardless of our gender, regardless of the layers of conditioning that have been given to us. There is a societal element of shame connected to sex. And there's an idea of what sex and sexuality and sexual expression should look like for each and every one of us that has been given to us in a prescriptive way. And in this space, we break free from that bullshit and we decide what feels good to us. And that is the core of this conversation. It is coming back to the love and the guidance and the wisdom and the magic that exists within you, that exists within me, that will look so beautiful and so unique to you. It's about uncovering that, feeling safe to go there, feeling safe to ask yourself these questions, feeling safe to hold yourself in love and being in a space of mindfulness to say, fuck you to shame and fuck you to the people who have taught me to be shamed, to be ashamed with love. Saying fuck you with love. (laughs) How do we do that? I don't know. I don't make the rules. I'm just kidding. I mean, not necessarily fuck you to the people, but fuck you to the narratives and acknowledging I can love somebody and not accept the role that they've given me and not accept what they've taught me about myself and about my relationship to my sexuality and about my relationship to my sexual expression and about my relationship to sex. I can love you and say fuck you to that narrative. That is okay. You are safe to do that because a lot of these ideas and stories and the feeling of shame come from people who we love a whole lot. Could be your family, could be an ex-partner, or it could be a teacher. It could be a friend. And the thing is, it's not them. It is the narrative that they are perpetuating that re-establishes the foundation of shame that we hold inside of us. So as we move forward, we're going to take a deep breath into the heart space now. 
Exhale, release. You are safe in this space. And as we move in deeper to this conversation, I want you to shift your awareness to how it feels in your body to hear these words. Does it feel uncomfortable? Or does it feel expansive? How fast are you breathing? How fast is your heart beating? Are your shoulders up or are they relaxed? Are you breathing deeply into your belly or are you taking sharp and shallow breaths? Do you feel safe? Or do you feel shaken? And regardless of whatever you observe within yourself, I want you to invite in a sense of love, a sense of acknowledgement that you deserve to listen to conversations about sex and about healing this energy center with love. You deserve to speak to yourself with love about this subject and it may feel foreign and it may feel strange and it may feel uncomfortable. And we have to shift the narrative to let in more love. And that starts with me and that starts with you. Okay. You're safe, my love. I love you so much. No matter what it is that you have been through in this lifetime, I am here with you. I am holding you. I am holding your hand. I am holding your heart. I'm holding your sacral. Okay. We are in this together. You are not alone. And you are safe to let in love in the places and spaces in your body, mind, and soul where there once was shame. Where there once was shame. Okay, breathe into that. Ah, all right, my sweet angel love. So let's dive in. Sexual healing. What does that mean to me? Sexual healing means allowing myself to see my relationship to sex, to my own sexuality, to what lights me up and turns me on, and to acknowledge that in an honest way. It means allowing myself to maintain my sense of safety in all spaces. Because in order to feel pleasure, we must allow ourselves to feel safe. That is the first thing, and that is one of the most important things out of everything I will say tonight. In order to feel pleasure, we must first feel safe. And that is in every aspect of life as well as in the bedroom. And I will speak directly about sexual experience in this moment because for, for us to orgasm, we must be present. We must feel safe in our bodies. And if we are in an environment that doesn't uphold our safety, if we are feeling compromised, at risk, scared, overwhelmed, if our sympathetic nervous system, if our fight or in flight, um, our fight or flight nervous system is activated, we will not be fully present in the body. We will not be able, physiologically, we will not be able to drop in to our parasympathetic nervous system to experience pleasure. There is a physical barrier between feeling unsafe and experiencing pleasure. It is the, the switch of a nervous system and it is the same switch of the nervous system that separates us from being in our egoic self to connecting with our divinity. And our, I want to hammer in the understanding of what 
sacrificing our sense of safety does to us. It separates us from our healing because when we are in fight or flight, we are not in a state of healing. We have to be in the parasympathetic nervous system for us to heal. For us to heal. We have to be in rest, digest, and reproduce and to orgasm or to heal and to connect to our divinity. And for some people, this space of connecting to our sexuality, fully opening sexually, is a space of union with the divine. And when we choose partners that make us feel unsafe in our bodies, that speak to us in a degrading way, that treat us in a way that doesn't honor the divinity within us, we won't feel safe. We won't feel safe in their presence and we won't feel safe in bed. And when we sleep with these people, there will be a block between us and our divinity. There will be a block between us and our pleasure. And we may feel good for a moment, but when we go in to these sexual experiences, knowing that it is not serving to us in our soul, we will be perpetuating the idea that we are not worthy of connecting to our own divinity. We will be perpetuating the idea that we don't deserve to feel safe. And we will be perpetuating the idea that shame is inherently connected to sex. Because when we are ashamed of the decisions that we make, in relation to sex, we are repeating this spiral of conditioning that has been given to us by a society that wants us to shy away from our pleasure and away from our empowerment. And sexual empowerment, sensual empowerment, for me, has brought a new understanding to what divinity is inside of me of how God, source, spirit, the universe lives and breathes within me. And that hasn't looked like a lot of people would expect, but a part of that is refusing to be in any environment that compromises my safety. Safety is a feeling, right? It's, and that's coming from somebody who has a history of emotionally abusive relationships. And it's coming from somebody who is learning how to love herself in new ways and in ways that don't just look like sitting in meditation, in ways that don't just look like going to the gym and doing breath work and doing yoga and connecting with spiritual beings and, and traveling and doing all of these hippy dippy spiritual things. Learning how to love yourself is not, and learning how to be spiritual is not just these things. It can be, that can be an expression of it, but is that sense of self-love integrating and bleeding into every single decision that you're making? And that, my loves, is sexual healing, especially when we've experienced wounding in connection to our worthiness in connection to our sense of safety. And a lot of us listening to this, I know, I know I feel with my whole body that safety, that feeling of safety, that feeling of comfort in our own skin, that feeling of comfort in our own body is something that we're all seeking. Whether 
it's because we've experienced wounding and trauma sexually, emotionally, with intimate partners, or in our family systems, whether it's been modeled to us. And so when we pick partners and people to share sexual experiences with, or to share space and time with, whether it's sexual or not. How do these people make you feel, my love? Do you feel safe in your body? Or is this fight or flight nervous system automatically activated within you in this person's presence? And my heart and soul is crying for one of you, and I don't know who it is that's listening to this, that feels this so deeply, but I know there's somebody in this audience who needs to be reminded of how worthy you are to choose people in your life that make you feel safe to be all that you are. And yes, of course, there is the sense of personal power where you have to decide for yourself that you love yourself, right? And when we decide internally, the external situations will be mirrored back to us. And also, and also, when we say no, when we say no to exposing ourselves to certain energies that compromise our safety, we are teaching the internal landscape that we are deserving. And sometimes we have to choose on the outside first in order to be guided back home to our internal selves and our sense of power within. And so I remind you of that. I remind you of that safety, that love, and the core essence inside of you that is waiting to be unlocked and unleashed through cultivating that sense of safety for yourself. Because where I am now along this journey, after spending almost one year abstinent, I haven't even kissed somebody for almost one year. Why? Because I'm getting to know this essence within myself. And I'm getting to understand that sometimes my intention for cultivating romantic relationships with people was out of fear. Sometimes my intention for cultivating this relationship was seeking to fill a void. And sometimes my intention for self-pleasure was the same. And I deserve so much more than that. And who's going to teach me that? Who's going to show me that? I am. I am the one I have been waiting for. I was listening to an audiobook the other day, Pussy by Mama Gina, 10 out of 10. I've been talking about this a lot on my social media, but it's just such a fucking good book. And she says, she's talking about um, the courtesans, which are a group of women um, from centuries ago in Europe who had to choose between becoming a nun or becoming a prostitute. And this group of women, they cultivated this sense of desire so strong within them, choosing to be a prostitute. Courtesan was a fancy name for high-level prostitutes. And there was something within them that burned so deep, so deep and so beautiful. And Mama Gina actually studied this group of people because she wanted to understand what they had within them that made them attract anything that they desired, that granted them every single wish they ever asked for. What was it that they had inside of them that allowed them to get everything they wanted? 
And as she's talking about this woman, there was one, this group of women, there's this one interesting quality that they all had. They came from nothing. They came from nothing. I found that very interesting. And as she's talking about them as well, she said, you have to know pleasure to give pleasure. And it made me stop for a moment and just re-grant myself the permission to bask in gratitude for the way that I have been showing up for myself this year, to understand my heart, my soul, my sacral center, which holds my sexual energy, and my body, and the way that works, and what brings me back to power. Because the beautiful thing about sexual healing is that your journey will not look like mine, and I can promise you that. Some people find this sense of healing through having more sex. Some people find the sense of healing through not orgasming and replenishing their own sexual energy and like edging, but not fully orgasming and having that energy go back in and light them up. Some people find the sense of sexual healing through abstaining from sex. And that's what my journey has looked like. And it's not because I don't want to have sex. It's because I haven't found the right person that is worthy of this energy because it is a gift to receive. And it's a cultivation and a reignition of the understanding that my sexual energy is sacred. And I honor it in the same way that I've always deserved that I didn't quite understand. And there have been different parts of my journey where I've decided that I wanted to have more sex with more people and just experiment and try new things and allow myself to learn and to be a student of my own body and of the bodies of others. And that phase of my life granted me the best sex I've ever had with a beautiful being who taught me so much about my own relationship to my spirituality and how that could be valued and what I look for in a partner and what I don't look for in a partner and what the most important things are to me. And for me, my mind, body, and soul are so interconnected that I don't know. It, it's, it's so interesting. My mind, body, and soul are so interconnected. I was going to say, I don't know if it could be separate. I don't know if I can separate my heart from my sacral. Because when I love, I love so hard. And also, and I deserve a partner, a love, who values and honors my mind, body, and soul. And simultaneously, my most important value is freedom. Is freedom. And I used to think they had to be separate that I couldn't have freedom and have love and have good sex. And to me, good sex is necessary in a relationship and that's not true for all people. But that's true for me because that space when you are in bed with somebody, it is the most vulnerable, the most intimate, time for you to get to know each other on a soul level and to share something beautiful together, to learn, to communicate. You have to communicate. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it loud and I'm going to say it proud. In order to have good sex, you have to learn how to communicate your needs, your desires, and what you like, to learn how to ask questions you have to let your ego go. And it's really hard to have good sex with people who are super, super egoic. 
right? Because you can't correct them. You can't guide them. And obviously there's a way to do it that's loving, not like, oh, that doesn't feel good or, or <laughs> oh, don't do that. I don't like that. Guide them, redirect them the same way you would a child. I, that sounds really aggressive. Okay, wait, universe, take that back. Not like that, but like teach somebody in a loving way, right? Like I like this. Can you move your hand here? Direct them, guide them. Don't just put them down. Guide them. Positive reinforcement. Oh my God, I'm sweating. I can't believe I would just said like a child. Okay, can we just take that out? I'm not creepy. I swear to God, I'm, um, I'm not going to take it out, but of our minds, of our minds. Let's take it out of our minds. But it's true in terms of positive reinforcement. You don't want to just um, be negative with somebody and not give them guidance. You're teaching them. And they're learning how to do this to your body for the first time. And each and every body is different. This is not what you see on the internet. Pleasure is not what you see on the internet. A vagina is not what you see on the internet. It's not. Each and every vagina is like a flower. I had no idea that vaginas were so different. I've only really seen mine <laughs> like in the same detail, but I hadn't even looked at mine until recently until I was like, oh, let's get to know this thing. And that's a part of this journey as well of reclaiming our sexual energy. It's getting to know our pleasure. Yeah, to give pleasure, we need to experience pleasure fully, which means getting to know our bodies, what feels good and what feels safe and what people do we feel safe with. And maybe we just feel safe with ourselves for a while. That's me right now. And there is no shame in that. There is no shame in that at all. And this goes so much further than just the bedroom. This goes to each and every action. If we can be in touch with this energy center, we can allow it to guide us in our everyday actions. Mama Gina calls it pussifying, which I really like. And also a part of me is still apprehensive to the word pussy. Um, just the way it lands in my body, it doesn't feel like I'm honoring the sacredness of this energy and the way that I want to and need to. Um, for my languaging. So I haven't found that language yet, but I'm hopeful it'll come. And so pussifying is choosing to allow our, our sacral energy center to guide us in each and every day. What turns us on and how can we show up in that way? And how can we honor what feels good and brings us pleasure? And and honors the sacredness of our bodies as temples, as our environment around us. And that can look like cleaning out your closet. That can look like replacing your clothes with things that bring you more pleasure. That can look like doing the dishes and having a sparkling clean kitchen and making cookies for yourself and taking the first bite and just basking in the magic and the essence and the joy and the love that went into making that cookie. That can look like redecorating parts of your house or putting certain lighting in your room. Maybe you want to have a red light or a blue light or a green light, or maybe you want to take naughty pictures of yourself. Or maybe you want to wear new makeup or do your hair in a new way. Or maybe you just want to try on different energies and different essences and see what they feel like in your body. And maybe that energy is more of the maverick, the rebel. That energy for me like turns turns me the fuck on. I love that about myself. I love when I am unapologetically different my confidence and in in union in combination with the love that I know I have within me that turns me the fuck on I'm like yeah you go girl you go girl 
And maybe what turns you on is having a hard conversation with somebody that you've been putting off. It's about checking in with this sacral energy center, which is your sense of of sexuality, of sensuality. So whether that is, you know, biologically a vagina, checking in with your, with your pussy, with your uterus, with your womb and saying, what do you think? Or whether that's not a uterus, a vagina, a womb, whether that's something else or whether that's a combination of all of the things, that space within you is sacred. And it's the space right below your belly bit button that I'm speaking of. This is your gut, my love. This is your gut. This is the wisdom that lives inside of your body. And this is a space that can hold so much scar tissue energetically from all of the pain and the wounding and the shame that you have experienced in this space. And so to just put two hands on this space right below your belly button. And when you're making any decision to ask yourself, what do you need to feel safe? Because it's about bringing that sense of safety from your root, which is the chakra right below your sacral, up to your sacral. And reassuring this part of you that is so vulnerable, that is so raw, that it is safe to be, that it is safe to express because there is an unlocking that happens when it feels safe. There is an opening. And I can speak to this really only from the energy of being in a female body, of being a woman, <laughs> womb man. And understanding what that openness feels like to me. But when there is safety with myself and with another being, the magic that you can create through sexual expression, there is no denying the space of union with source, God, the universe from that space. And there is no denying that we are meant to experience pleasure and that we are meant to experience joy and that healing is really just about allowing ourselves to be honest with what it is that we need to bring ourselves back to a sense of safety and reminding ourselves that from that space of feeling safe in our minds, our bodies, our souls, and the environment and the people around us, we will be present. And from that space of presence, we can drop from our mind into our bodies. And when we are in our bodies, we can experience pleasure. And when we allow our bodies to lead when we allow our sacral to lead, when we allow our gut, our intuition, our womb space, whatever it is that you um, connect with most, when we allow that to lead, it leads us to pleasure. It leads us to love. It leads us to healing. And it's not prescriptive. There is nothing I can tell you to do besides honor yourself, honor your truth, honor the wisdom and take all the fucking time that you need. Because one thing that the sacral center does not like is being rushed and being mistrusted, not being talked to, not being acknowledged, not being loved. And being constrained because this is a space of openness and expansion. I mean, think about the energy of sex. It's open. It's expanded. It's huge. It can take up an entire room 
everything, like the amount of joy, the noises, the smells, it just, it expands. It is expansive. Think about the biological sense of, of sex with the typical genitalia, not the typical, but like the gender norm, um, genitalia, penis grows. And what happens to the vagina? It expands, it opens. Sex is expansive. And it's not meant, there's not a time frame that we can put on our sexual healing. We just have to trust that when we plant the right seeds of love and joy and safety and pleasure inside of us, we allow ourselves to grow and to expand. And we can't put the time, any time frame on what this is going to look like or how long it's going to take, because I don't know just as long, just as well as you don't know. It's the same, but we can trust that it's going to happen and that it is happening for us. And you are here listening to this podcast because you are committed and devoted to yourself in your own healing. And that, my love, is huge because it takes courage. It takes courage for me to be in this seat talking to you about this thing. And it takes courage for you to be in your seat, listening, feeling, and discerning what resonates for you and what does not. But one thing we will not take with us moving forwards is the acknowledgement that we are inherently connected to the energy of shame when we are sexually embodied. That is something that we leave behind now because all that exists in this space is love. And all that exists inside of your sacral center is love. This sacral energy center is your, it's where God lives within you. It's something that my teacher Milana Snow shed, said, shed, <laughs> said and shared with me. And something that I feel resonates deeply is that this is where God, source, the universe nests and rests within us. That is not shameful. All that exists in that space is love. I promise you. And when we allow ourselves to be led by this space, we connect deeper to our own divinity and we understand that on a cellular level. Our third eye is where we have our intuition um, that in our in our union with our highest self, that's more on the energetic level. That's more on the spiritual, more on the ethereal. It takes up, um, it's lighter. It's lighter energy. It's less physicalized and more spiritual. And when we get into the sacral, this is a physicalized expression. This is where we give birth to our union, our co-creation, and the magic that we make with God, source, the universe. And this space is physicalized. It is in the physical form. Our lower three chakras are physical. They are earthly. And there is so much power and acknowledgement in that because when we unite with our co-creation power, and when we allow ourselves to feel safe in our body, we give birth to our manifestations. And that is the energy that the courtesans really honored is this sense of attraction. And they could bring these things to life. Why? Because they fully believed it and they lived it and it was integrated into their bodies. And they learned how to become in union with their sexual energy. In every cell of their bodies, including their eyes, they could look at somebody and just receive what it is that they wanted. And it's just a matter of desire and connection to the power within you and to understand that the sexual energy inside of us is sacred and to know that we are fucking worthy. And when we understand its sacredness, we cannot separate the sacredness of that energy center from our own sacredness and from our own worth. And that is where I am right now. And that is why it's such a gift to be able to share this. 
to understand our fucking worth in a new way, to learn how to love ourselves in new ways. And it's not just about wearing lingerie. It's not just about taking hot pictures. It's about understanding that we are sacred and that we are not separate from the divine. And when we learn how our sexual energy can be integrated into our heart through love for ourselves, it unlocks so much magic within us that has been dormant. And it's not that it was not inside of us already because this has always been inside of you. It may just have been dormant. And for me, sometimes I still have to wake that the fuck up and say, Allie, where is this? And I talked about this in the sex and money episode, but there we can sometimes lose this essence because it runs away because it's scared and it feels unsafe, which is why we need to do everything we can to cultivate the sense of safety in our bodies to allow this essence, this sensuality, the sexuality to come forth. But it will not come forth in a healthy, integrated, loving way if we do not feel safe first. We can express it but it's not whole. When we're expressing sexuality from a place of not feeling safe and not feeling love for ourselves, that's when we try to fill the void. That's when we wound people through sharing sexual experiences is when we are seeking something outside of us, as opposed to allowing this energy to seep through every cell of our being because we love ourselves so much and because we understand how fucking sacred it is. That is where the magic comes from. And there's such a big difference between these two energies, right? And it may feel subtle, but when you see me online versus, you know, I don't know, maybe not when you see me online, but you can feel the difference in energy. And people have told me that when they see the stuff that I post, it's an activation within them. And that's why I post the shit I do. That's why I speak about the things that I speak about because I want this to be an activation within you because you can feel that it's activated within me and it's calling forth something inside of you. Is it not? Is it not? That's what this is about because I found something inside of me and I want everybody to feel this. So my words, my being, my being, my expression, my embodiment, call something forth inside of you. And it plants the seed and the understanding that you are sacred and that your sacredness and your sexual expression and your magic is going to look so unique and divine to you. And when you tap into that, it will feel like an activation to everybody who passes by you, just by your energy. It is not about saying anything it's about being. And that is what you feel from me, I, ho I hope. And if not, hey, some people do. And that's beautiful too. All right. <sighs> beautiful. Let's take a deep breath in. Exhale, release. <sighs> One more deep breath into the heart. Exhale, release. <sighs> beautiful, my loves. Um, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I think we have done did it for this time around and I will see you again, speak to you again so soon. I love each and every one of you with my whole heart. I pray that you allow yourself the freedom that comes from connecting to your sexual essence in a way that feels serving to you. Do not rush. Do not, do not race. There is no timeline. But do not wait. Don't wait, baby. You are good and you are deserving and you are sacred as hell. And you are magnetic and there is a magnetism that comes forward when you allow yourself to be expressed unapologetically and you deserve to feel safe in every relationship that you enter no matter who you are no matter what you've been through trust your body trust your soul trust your mind to heal 
and allow yourself to love and bask in every inch of your being because you are so magical and you deserve to feel the sense of connection and magic and love that comes from not judging yourself for your desires. That comes from not judging yourself in the way that you look and actually acknowledging your beauty before allowing the voice of criticism to come up, criticism to come up. You deserve that space, that expansion, that magic from just being in your body, whether you are being in your body alone or sharing space with another or sharing space with many. But pleasure comes from being embodied, not being in your mind, not judging yourself, not second-guessing yourself, but being present. And don't forget, in order to give pleasure, you must know pleasure. I love you all. Have a beautiful rest of your day, rest of your evening. Thank you so much for joining me. You are God's gift to earth and don't you ever forget it.